This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast. This is Erica, your host, and I'm so excited to be here to talk about all things spirituality, 5D, health, wellness, and beyond. Come on in. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode. I'm so excited to be here with this guest today, and I know you're going to be too because you've heard so much about what she's created, and we're really going to dive deep into why I love to share about these products so much. So I have Marissa here from Meadow and Bark, which is a natural, organic beauty company in Long Beach, New York. However, she ships all over the world. Um, And as you know, I've been using these products. I've been loving them. Not only are they healthy, but they're reef safe. They're happy and healthy for our environment as well as our bodies. So I'm so excited to introduce Marissa, owner and creator of Meadow and Bark. Welcome. Thanks, Erica. I'm so excited to be here. Um, Meadow and Bark was started basically five years ago, um, and it was really built upon the what I call the sunscreen dilemma. I think we all probably struggle with the chemicals that we know are littered in the sunscreens that we've been using our entire lives, right? And uh, I have a family, three kids. My husband surfs. We love the beach. We love being outside. And... Um, I just started learning about all the chemicals that I was putting on, not only all over myself, all over my chest, all over my kids, and I just became very upset with really what was being allowed to happen by our governing bodies here in the United States. Um, And so I started researching each ingredient, becoming more and more upset, and I really didn't know what to do. I would cover up my kids and myself with rash guards, hats, um, but ultimately, they want to go swimming. They want to. They want to be in the sun, and they would. They would always come out of the water with sunburns, no matter what I would put on their face. Um, and then my husband took a trip to the Mentawai Islands, which is over by Indonesia, and it was the surf trip of a lifetime. Literally planning for 20 years because it was such a big ordeal and big commitment to get there. He packed a ton of chemical sunscreens <laughs> that he bought at the local drugstore, right? SPF 50, SPF 100. He gets over there, day one, he sizzles his skin. And he's like, I've ruined my trip. I've waited my entire life for this. And what am I going to do? Well, his local tour guide gifted him a paste that was locally made, and I swear it was so good you could eat it. I have chills when you said that. It, it was really amazing. So the tour guide said, use this, you're going to be fine. So he put it all over his face, all over his exposed, you know, body. Uh, and not only did he not burn that day, but it healed what was there from the day before. Wow. So he packed as much as he could, brought it home. We started using it on our, on our kids. And I was like, why do we not have anything like this here? And lucky, lucky for us, the ingredients were listed on the packaging, similar to any, any um, product you would buy here in the States, has the ingredients listed in descending order, right? So I just started literally trying to source ingredients from all over the world um, because I'll tell you one of the ingredients that was in this paste was something called thanaka. And thanaka is tree bark, which comes from Myanmar. The locals use that as their 
how we use zinc as a natural sun protection. They also use it as a form of expression. So they decorate their faces, their bodies with it. it um, it's tree bark. It is loaded with antifungal, antibacterial, um, amazing, amazing compounds. Uh, and that is what they were putting in this paste, along with zinc, along with cocoa powder, along with coconut oil. I swear, so good you could literally eat it. Uh, it was really difficult to obtain or source the Thanaka. I acquired tons of rubbish along the way that ended up like pounds and pounds. I'm talking about like 40, 50 pounds of rubbish that ended up in the garbage because I didn't know what I was doing in the early days. But that is ultimately what I did. I just started acquiring ingredients, literally on my stovetop, trying to put ingredients together. And I learned through literally making hundreds of batches of products before I ultimately sent something to the lab. Oh. And that is how all of this started. And it's just a, um, a, a, really a blessing for me personally because I'm so driven and so passionate about the ability to just be creative and try to find a solution to what I think is a really big problem. Um, and then it really snowballed into so much more because I started researching basically every product that I was carrying in my home. I was started going through my bathroom cabinet and saying, what is dimethicone? Silicone? What's the purpose of this ingredient? Nothing except to make it cheaper and feel luxurious, but it had virtually no impact on the health of your skin. And it is silicone that washes off our body, ends up in the environment, in our water. And so I just started saying I could create something that would be just as effective without the garbage ingredients. And that to me became my purpose, right? Like, of course, my family and all of my friends and all of that, that's like a very big purpose for me. But the ability to solve a problem, which a lot of people aren't even thinking about. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that are thinking about it, but um, creating awareness around what we're actually feeding our skin. Yeah. We are feeding our skin, and I've been feeding my family's skin, my skin, for years with ingredients that I'm not proud to say that I was using, especially as a parent. Uh, so, I mean, this story, this story is going on and on. So. I mean, I can listen to it all day because it's, it's so true. I'm, I'm curious as to know the catalyst of like, do you remember the moment where you were like, oh my goodness, like horrified at what was in the ingredients of a lot of sunscreens that we use? Yes. Um, there's one ingredient in particular that just in particular that just lit me up, which is called avobenzene. Mm. Just look it up. Start researching the problems with avobenzene. In fact, we I recently wrote um, a, a blog post on this. It is linked to estrogen, uh, the the type of breast cancer that's linked to um, overproduction of estrogen. Hmm. This is the main ingredient in chemical sunscreens. And as a woman, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm putting it on my chest because I don't want my chest to feel the impact of the UVA and the UVB rays. By the way, UVB means burn, UVA is about the aging. Uh, the aging so, of the skin? Yes, so really? when you look for a sunscreen, you want sunscreen that's both UVA and UVB. Mm -hmm. 
um, because there's two different things that the sunscreen is looking to protect your skin against. So it's basically also broad spectrum. Right. It previously has not been the law that sunscreens needs to be broad spectrum, but that's changing. I, I really sought to create something that was luxurious to use, effective, and something people wouldn't uh, mind putting on their skin because that's the biggest problem. You yeah. put it on, especially with kids, are they gonna wanna use it? Um, and by the way, SPF 30 blocks 97% of the rays. Part of the other problem is people think they need SPF 70 when you're gonna use a mineral sunscreen that's SPF 70, you're going to look like Casper. You are, because that's what a mineral sunscreen does. It puts a, a barrier, it puts a shield on your skin that actually reflects the sunlight away from you, yeah. the harmful rays. The chemical filters, ready, get this, I could go on for days about this. The chemical filters sit on your skin. They say apply it 15 minutes before you go out in the sun. Why is that? So it can seep into your skin. When it does that, it's going into your endocrine system, messing up your hormones. But what that does from a sun filtering perspective is it absorbs into your skin the rays and then converts them to heat. It converts it to a different kind of energy. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so there's a whole... There's a I've whole actually whole heard thing. that before in the past of, of when you wear sunscreen, you're getting hotter, like you're feeling hotter or you're e maybe even attracting more sun mm -hmm. because of that. So that's interesting what you're saying about the conversion to heat. Yes. And, and by the way, the avobenzene, if a, if a sunscreen was just made with avobenzene, it would never happen because of the reason I'm about to share with you. The avobenzene actually breaks down in sunlight. How wild is that? <laughs> It's designed to protect you from the sun's rays, but the sun, by nature, destroys it, and then it releases free radicals. Free radicals that are awful for us. So what do the manufacturers do? They put other ingredients into the formula, like a homosalate, for example, that also is not good for us, but it's there to basically keep the avobenzene from going bonkers. So let's just add more junk right. into it to right. protect the other junk. And so, yeah, the whole thing is, is just quite, it's just completely shocking to me that yeah. this is happening. Yeah. It's wild. I actually saw something yesterday on Instagram, of course, sharing about how sometimes just because a sunscreen is recommended by a doctor, a dermatologist doesn't actually mean that it is healthy. And I think we saw that with like the whole Neutrogena recall that went on. I, when I think of Neutrogena and Neutrogena sunscreen, I automatically think of like dermatologists approved and tested because it's placed on every label, especially of their sunscreen. And more recently, something just happened with, I believe, a child, oh, formula, where it was pediatrician recommended, but there was something in it that really we wouldn't want any of our babies eating or consuming. So it's interesting. They're I feel like in the times that we're living in, there's so much research that needs to be done. And I'm grateful for someone like you who's doing your part and doing a lot of research so that all of, like we kind of all have to focus on our niche because there's just too much. We're living in the age of information. There's just like too much to know and keep track of. And um, it's so clear that you're living your purpose with all that you have research and come to understand and the awareness that you're spreading. And not only for us, but the environment. 
I love that you brought up how, um, like you really broke down to me the idea of silicone being in our sunscreen and therefore ending up in our water and how that will affect the reefs, how that will affect the animals and how ultimately that will end up affecting us as well because we then consume the water in some way. Exactly. You know, it's part of the water cycle because sometimes I think when people here like re in Long Beach where I would say a very conscious community, a lot of us who are aware of like how important the ocean is to us, but some of us sometimes need to understand that personal implication as well, that like mm -hmm. it does impact us as well as the, the animals and the sea creatures that live in the water. and If the it's bleaching the reefs, what is it doing to us? That, that to me was also another driver. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, yay. I'm so glad that Hawaii passed the ban on using certain synthetic chemicals because of the reefs. But what about the link to us as people, as humans? Like, it is so, it's such a big issue. And I wish more states would follow suit because sometimes you have to put it in the hands of the people. Sometimes you have to put it in the hands of brands. Like, I think that the ability for us to change the world and make it better is obviously infinite, but people have to step up and do it. So I think it's amazing that Hawaii's done it. And there's a lot of, you know, on our coast, maybe there's not necessarily the reefs, the reef situation that we have in Hawaii, right? But again, it's all linked to the environment, the health of the ocean, and the health of us as people. And by the way, dimethicone, silicone, is in every product you use. It's in shampoo, it's in conditioner, it's in your face lotion, it's in virtually everything. It is a very, very inexpensive ingredient. So it is often used as filler. And like I said, it just feels nice. And so many people, when it comes to personal care products, it's all about that immediate sensory. Yeah. Like, yeah. ooh, this feels really nice. but is it having a long-term impact for the better on your skin and your health? One could argue either way on that. I know what I believe. Yeah. And knowing that and knowing that you don't use it, I think you've done an amazing job with the consistency of all of your products. I love how everything feels, especially the most recent updated night cream. So oh, silky. Yes. And oh. it's a labor of love for sure. <laughs> Getting like it, to, yes, perfecting yes. the formulas. Yes. I think that if more people used plant-based solutions, we'd be in a different place. I really, yeah. I tru truly believe that. I think there's such power in connecting back to nature on all levels. And that's really what my journey has been about. It's about seeing how when we're connected to nature, we access more of ourselves. We, because Nature, we're all one and we're connected to nature in such a deep way. And by, you know, consuming more foods from nature, using more products from nature, we're actually clearing so much toxicity from our system and using things that actually can elevate our vibration and our frequency. And I know I, I just love the sense that you use. So can you share like some of your go-to essential oils or any essences that you add to your products that really elevate our frequency, our vibration, as well as our skin. Oh, amazing. Let me start by saying that we grow a lot of our ingredients here in Long Beach. So my husband loves to garden, and he, um, not only do we, we grow the lavender, we grow the calendula, we grow so many of those ingredients, and then he actually formulates them into a distillation or a hydrosol. So whenever we can, we love to use those natural essences. They make the products smell amazing and it is so wonderful for the skin. 
so whenever we can use, instead of water, a lavender hydrosol, for example, that's what we do. Um, in addition to what we grow here, and he just started really perfecting the skill of creating essential oils, which is part of that process. A lot of the essential oil companies, you can steam distill it, you can press it. Um, it's a byproduct of the hydrosol. We were going after the creation of the distillate first, and then started learning how to do the essential oil component, which has just been so gratifying for both of us personally. Like I come home from being here in, in, in the lab, and he's showing me what he's created from the plants that we're growing, which is so awesome. Um, so what else? What other scents do we use? I love using scents that have, and in every product that we use, all of the scents have a benefit for the skin. For example, love frankincense. Yes. Amazing oh for youth goodness. preservation yes. and all of the other things, right? Mm -hmm. um, I love neroli. Neroli is another one where we'll use uh, the essential oil. We'll use the distillate. We use a lot of, I love vetiver. That is one that we do not use here, uh, grow here. Blue tansy. Blue tansy comes from Morocco, so it's not meant to be grown in this climate. So healing. So all of our nighttime formulations, many of them are blue because we use blue tansy. Yeah. It's calming for the skin. It's calming for the mind. Uh, so I, you know, with the entire line, I like to say if you're somebody that doesn't like scents, right now this line is probably not for you because mm -hmm. it is very sensorial in nature and it's designed to make you look forward to getting ready for bed or getting up in the morning and getting ready for your day. Um, yeah. I'm very picky with scents and I haven't met a product <laughs> that you've created that I don't love. Like I, I really, the body oil, I can't, I know I keep telling you, I want that in a perfume form that's because right. that's a whole other industry <laughs> that's not so healthy as well. So it, this, the scent is amazing and everyone that I've recommended it to, I actually received such a beautiful review of you guys just saying that like the Meadow and Bark products that someone received after seeing me post it, like surpass their expectation. Like they love the scent. They love the consistency. They really just loved the product overall. It's incredible. I want to get into like the nitty gritty of like, okay, I, and I'm going to say, I believe you received like a divine download. Like you were <laughs> meant to create these products to help not only your family, but so many other people who you're impacting right now. So when you received that guidance, that message, that idea, the vision, whatever you want to call it, what was your first step? And then like lead us up to where you are now, growing some of these things at home, using the lab right behind us. We're in Meadow and Bark today, using the lab right behind us to create some of the resources. Like tell us all the details. Wow. I'm really thinking hard about this. I, I am the type of person that I get an idea in my head and I just go. I don't really, th I, 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 I dive in head first. Mm. Um, not always, obviously, with everything, but when I'm so passionate, the fear, there's no fear barrier. Uh, so I literally started, I went on Amazon and I was just like, let me buy some lip balm packaging. I literally started like total novice. Then it ended up, I, I, the first batch of ingredients I sourced from Amazon. But when I needed to get the Thanaka, I went in all the wrong places researching on the web and 
I was just cooking stuff up on my stove. Mm-hmm. But the, with the Tanaka, I, le- I literally needed to read the travel message boards of people going to Myanmar. And this is, this is five years ago. And I, pages of people just you know writing about their trip until I found one post that talked about the Tanaka, that talked about how it's their miracle sunscreen and beauty ingredient over there. And it listed the name of the people that chopped down, the company in Myanmar that chops down the trees and grinds it up into the paste. I got in touch with them. We had a lot of difficulty communicating. Mm -hmm. In fact, they ended up sending me a ton of Tanaka and I did not pay them for a long time. It took me forever to figure out how to get the money to them because they're an embargoed nation, so you can't just send them the money. Gotcha. Really difficult. And I'm like, this this poor woman really helped me. She sent all this product to me. Um, But from there, it was a ton of research. I say that I invested a ton of time into failing. I failed countless times, probably thousands of times. And I I even surprised myself with my devotion to keep going until I got it right. Because I'm not like that in all areas of my life. So you talk about like a divine message being sent. I really was like that because I, I had the most discipline, the most perseverance that I've probably ever had in my life mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah. Wow. That's so special. So do you still work with them? I still work with them. Saying? Which yeah. is so cool because that's really how it all started. Yes. It's beautiful yes. that you're con- still connected and like um, probably helping them in so many ways too by by purchasing from them and using their products or, you know, their resources, um, which is – that's so special. And we try to use that ingredient in any way we can because it is – so great for the skin. Mm-hmm. If you have acne-prone skin, awesome. If you have p- hyperpigmentation, melasma, great. So we have it in our one of our masks. I use it in all of the sun care, sunscreen products. Um, and any chance I get to use it, if I find a need, it's in there. Yeah, I love that. And I, I just wanted to mention that I've pretty much only been using the sun shield from here. And I have like my own little ritual of how I do it, but I do it before just because it's like easy to have your sunscreen on before you get to the beach. You don't have to worry about the sand. (laughs) So I do it before, right after I get out of the shower with a little bit of damp skin, I put it all over me and I've been noticing, and this is not a suggestion or recommendation. I'm just sharing what works for me. I'm noticing I literally only have to apply it once. It's incredible. And maybe maybe a second time to my face, but I usually keep my face covered with um, a hat anyway. I don't like, I don't like a lot of my skin. I don't like to constantly put things on and I love the consistency of this. I, I love using it and um, I've noticed that I really only needed one, one application in the morning and I spend a very long time at the beach. So personally, I'm loving it. (laughs) That's amazing. I mean, I would always recommend to reapply often, even if something says 80 minutes waterproof, like Mm -hmm. if you go swimming, reapply because it's not going to be even. You're going to, I don't go swimming a lot. Maybe that's why, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but always reapply every few hours too, because it just, that's just by nature of it wearing off. You want to make sure you're protected for sure. And I love that. Not only am I protecting myself from the sun, but you're actually 
helping your skin. Like it heals your skin mm-hmm. as well. The mm-hmm. sunscreen prior, like you mentioned before, it's like you're not only getting that sun shield, you're getting so many more benefits from it, yes. which is awesome. Yes. I hate the feel of like a filmy sunscreen that you feel yucky after yeah. using, like you can't wait to shower. Like this, you could literally yeah, put on your skin. It's designed to moisturize your skin and you could sleep in it. Yeah. Zinc, by the way, is very healing for the skin too. Think about diaper yeah. rash ointment. It's, yeah. it's zinc. It's healing. Yeah. It's so true. It doesn't feel, I'm not counting down the moments to wash it off at all. And I'm like that with everything. I hate wearing makeup because of that reason and especially any other sunscreen. Um, I've also been using it almost as a tinted moisturizer with a beauty blender, a wet beauty blender, and I just put it all over my face. It gives you this beautiful glow and it smells amazing. I've been doing that too since you taught me that trick. I was like, this is brilliant. No, it's so great. I I really love it. And it's not makeup, but it gives you a nice little glow. It's really nice. What do you think the biggest lesson is that you learned so far from creating this physical space? I mean, you have a gorgeous physical space that we're in right now. There's plants and botanicals everywhere. There's orchids hanging, lights, just natural woods. I mean, you have a gorgeous, gorgeous physical space. And then you have an online business as well, which is a whole other animal, I'm sure. What is a really big lesson that you've taken away from owning this business and running this business? Wow. First, one of the most gratifying things for me has been all of the people I've met through doing this. It's, it is so wonderful. And there, I just, it's just added another dimension to my Mm -hmm. life. Um, So the biggest lesson for me, and I hope that, you know, I hope my kids say, you know, look back and remember this is that you First of all, we can learn every day. We can learn every day until the day we are no longer here. Yeah. And don't give up. Like, just keep trying. If you're passionate about it, you will find a way. Yeah. And there have been days where I'm suddenly like, what am I doing? How, should I be doing this? But those are fleeting feelings that I have. I quickly get rid of them and refocus, look around at what has been created, all the community that it's brought together. And it's, it's, I would just say that is like, to me, I've learned a lot about myself in doing that. Yeah. Yeah. There are those moments where it's like, it gets overwhelming for a moment and then you go go back to your why and your purpose. Yes. For sure. This might be the hardest question I've asked you. If you were to choose one product to recommend to someone, what would it be and why? You're right. That is a difficult question. I would say the sun shields. And that is because we need to protect our skin. I love it. Thank you so much. Is there any last things that you'd like to share? Um, I definitely want to share my discount code at the end because I'm sure after listening to this episode, everyone's like, get me the sun shield now. And of course, all my other favorites. But is there anything else that you'd like to share before we go? I would just say, think about, and I know we touched upon this, think about how you feed your body you're feeding your skin. What you put on your skin ends up internal in your whole self. Mm-hmm. And so think about that. Whether it's Meadow Embark, whether it's any other personal care products you're using, look at the ingredients. I know it's really difficult sometimes to decode that language that's listed on the ingredients. 
that's like an international nomenclature so that everybody's using the same terminology for different ingredients. Uh, but know what you're using because it will make the world of difference in the health of your skin and the health of you as a human being long-term. Such a good point. Thank you so much, Marissa. I'm so grateful to have met you, have been able to share in this space that you've created and been able to use and share your products. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening and joining in today. I hope that you enjoyed this episode with Marissa from Meadow and Bark. If you're interested in trying out some of these products, you can use code EVOLVE30 if it's your first time purchase. Otherwise, returning customers could use EVOLVE15 to get either 30 or 15% off of the purchase. Um, I want to give a little special shout out to the PM Ritual my favorites. I really, really love each of the components of that. I use it almost every single night. Um, and it comes in a full size and mini, like a mini where you can try out every one to get to know like what really works for you and what you love. So thank you guys so much. May the long time sun shine upon you. Satnam. Nam.